What is up, everybody? My name is Jack Graham. And I'm Mac Rikers, and together we are the In-Situ Collective. And we are here to teach you the habits and strategies to put your health and fitness first. And help you to feel amazing, increase your energy, gain confidence, and ultimately have a bigger impact. Protein. Yes, today's episode is everything you need to know about protein and why, but it is a little bit different. So this episode comes from one of our group training calls. So Mac and I regularly jump on calls with our clients, go over topics in detail, teach them everything they need to know about that particular topic, uh, just so they can make better decisions going forwards with their health and fitness journeys. And I felt like Mac just done such an awesome job with this one that I need to share with you all you guys as well. One of the best things she went over was how do you know if you're getting enough protein if you're not tracking your calories and I thought that was just such a nugget that I had to share with you guys as well Um, so if you don't get anything out of this episode other than that I think it's worthwhile listening to just for that one Um, but to help you understand this episode a little bit better so obviously this is a zoom call with a presentation and slides and a bit of material to go with it Um, but you guys don't have access to that. But if you head over to our website, institucollective.com slash free and download the Kickstarter guide and go to the protein section, you'll just have a little bit better visual of what Mac is talking about and it'll just help you follow this episode a little bit better. And while you're over on the website, you might as well hit the discovery consultation tab so you can fill out your details and chat to Mac and I about your health and fitness journey. And we can see where we can help you as well. Um, But I'll leave it there. I hope you all enjoy this episode. As always, if you do, please share it with someone. Um, We also go into how important uh, protein is for longevity as you get older as well. So give this episode to your parents, give the Kickstarter guide to your parents, make sure they read it and understand it just to help them out and be a little bit healthier and live a little bit better life. And as always, share it on social, tag us, helps us a lot. You'll know a lot of you've been doing that, which is awesome. So thank you very much. And okay, this time I'll shut up so you can enjoy this episode. See you all next time. Her call tonight. Cool. So, if you are up to date in the Facebook group, I guess you will have seen that over the next few fortnights, what I do one a month. Yeah. So, over the next few months, I'm just going to go over each um, macronutrient topic for you guys. Um, just the basics, sort of introducing you to why they're important, uh, good food sources. Um, and portions to aim for if you're not counting your calories and also I guess if you are counting your calories. So before we start with macros, I just wanted to define calories, I guess, for those of you that aren't really familiar with macronutrients, I should say, full name, or calories. Um, So essentially calories are my throat, (laughs) my voice is going. (laughs) Essentially calories are um, our body's energy. So We eat food and we are inputting energy into our bodies. We exercise and movement energy is being used as fuel, for lack of a better term. Um, And where macros come into it is they are what makes up our calories. So we have three macronutrients. There's protein, carbohydrates, and fat. So they're sort of the main 
groups that foods are split into and what makes up our calories. So essentially, if you are eating more calories than you're burning, that's when you gain weight. And if you are not always, though, I guess it's not like a law, is it? Mostly a general rule. And if you're eating less calories and still expending a lot of calories, and that's when you lose weight. So you've got to find your balance, I suppose. Um, so you guys will have the Protein 101 PDF in the Facebook group in the guide section. Um, so I'm pretty much just going to go over that and sort of talk about each area a little bit in depth. So you can just read that if you prefer, um, or you always have it to refer back to. So make sure you download it from the Facebook group as well. So you've got it handy, I guess. Uh, yeah. So protein was the most voted topic this week. I feel like it is a very controversial topic. Um, so essentially you want protein so that you can build strength, lose fat and feel fuller for longer. So they're probably the three key things to note about protein. I guess finding your amount, would you, amount, is that the right word? Mm -hmm. Yeah, your intake um, is very personal. So you can't just say everyone should eat this amount of protein. It depends on your goals, I guess, um, you personally, your diet preferences, heaps of stuff like that. So I'm just going to go over some guidelines that you guys can all go through to try and find the perfect amount of protein for you, I suppose. So... I guess externally, so the things you would notice in your behaviour or the way you feel, if you're not having enough protein, you won't be feeling satisfied with your meals. You'll probably still be hungry after like lunch or dinner. You want to snack more um, and you kind of want to find that I feel like 70%, 70 to 80% full is a good amount mm. and protein just helps you get there a lot easier than say like a bunch of potatoes and like even just vegetables, it's really hard to get to that good, satisfied feeling um, without then being hungry again half an hour later or something like that. Yeah, you want to go back for seconds all the time. Yeah, exactly. Um, also, too little protein will stunt your recovery from exercise. So obviously when you exercise, you tear your muscles and protein is what builds your muscles. So you need to have enough protein so that your body can repair the muscles that you have damaged, damage in a good way um, during exercise. And also if you are trying to build lean mass or muscle, having a small amount of protein is not going to help you at all. Um, yeah. And I guess the only downside of eating too much protein would be that you feel too full, which it's not a bad thing. I guess. It can be. It can I, be. I just ate so much chicken and I'm like struggling to talk because I'm so full. Um, but I guess the other day on our podcast, we did talk about the carnivore diet mm. and how hard it would be to eat that amount of meat. So it is very hard to overeat on protein. I guess that's why it's very important that you have a good amount of it in your diet because it stops you from overeating because you, you feel full. Um, the next point that I've got is when you eat the right amount of protein, like what to expect. So you should feel satisfied from your meals. You shouldn't want to snack or whatever after your main meals. You can not easily, but you can see progress in building muscle or mass 
Um, and it's a lot easier to maintain your weight. So you don't have a lot of weight fluctuations, whether that be either gaining weight or losing weight. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. So if you aren't counting your calories and you're probably like, how the heck am I supposed to know how much protein I'm meant to be eating? So obviously you follow those Things that I just talked about, like the external cues you can notice in your everyday life. Um, another tip that I do suggest is a hand portion guide. So protein generally is the palm of your hand. So obviously it's in proportion to your body, hopefully. So guys' palms are a lot bigger, so they generally need more protein rather than females' palms. So if you can try and get one palm of protein at your three main meals minimum, that's a really good place to start. I know it can be really hard for breakfast, especially I feel like people, a lot of people struggle if you work. Um, but that's, I guess, when things like protein shakes and yogurts and stuff like that can sort of come in. It doesn't have to be meat and we will get to other protein options soon. So, yeah, I think for guys, generally it's two palms. Do you reckon you eat two palms? I have got a small hand. <laughs> um, so general, a general rule for guys would be one to two palms a meal and for women, a palm. Yeah. I'd, yeah? Yeah. I ahead. definitely would go for probably two palms yeah. per meal. But also if you're counting your macros with a calorie calculator, then you will have either used the precision nutrition calculator that I've given you to find out how much protein you should be having or – Another really good protein calculator that I've been using for a few clients is Mind Pump. So the Mind Pump calculator, they are very big on building muscle, I guess. What's the other word? Aesthetics? Yep. So they have a pretty dialed in um, macro calculator with their protein is always really high. So if you are wanting to build muscle, then... That's probably... And to lose body fat as well, yeah. you need high protein um, in your diet. Yeah, 100%. Cool. So I'm just going to skip some of the stuff that's a bit boring because you guys can read that by yourself. Okay, so we've gone over how you should feel if you're having enough protein. An external guide you can use, which is your palm, a calorie calculator that you can use to find how much protein you should be eating. And if you do want to track MyFitnessPal, probably the best way to go about it. Mm -hmm. um, now, why protein? Why is it so important? And why mm. is there like so much focus on it, I guess? Um, so other than just building muscle and helping you lose fat, it also helps your body produce hormones. So if you aren't having enough protein, you it's likely you can have very imbalanced hormones. Um, Protein supports your immunity, so it helps regenerate cells. So if you aren't having enough protein and you are very busy, then it's likely that your immune system can't keep up and you need to make sure you're having quality protein as well so that it's the easiest for your body to use efficiently. Um, protein Im improves your body composition, which we've already covered. Protein is physically satisfying, which we've already covered, and it helps build and repair every single tissue in your body. So not just your muscles, also your ligaments, tendons, skin, skin, bone, hair, nails. Mm -hmm. It's in your eyeballs. 
every single tissue on your body, protein helps generate it, keep it healthy. So it's so important. Um, did you want to put up this on the screen so people can see protein options? Yep. Please. Give me two seconds while I share the screen. So I just will add in one little so, uh, note to that as well. Um, protein is even more important as you get older. Okay. So your body mm -hmm. stops synthesizing protein as you get older. It synthesizes it less and less as you get older. So it's more and more important to have a protein intake to get all those health benefits as you go on yeah. uh, later in life. And also I feel like one thing that gets forgotten is maintaining or having muscle when you get older, mm. as in you want to have muscle when you get older. So you need to keep eating as much protein as you were eating when you were younger. If not more. If not more, because your bones ligaments and everything like that do start to weaken so if you have strong muscles then you can just there's that many studies now showing that um having a good amount of protein and healthy muscles is just really good for longevity so mm -hmm. i can't stress that enough um doing it now and doing it for the rest of your life helps with all of those things mac just went over yo here we are this is very slow scrolling. It's it's not me. Stop. Stop. I'm okay. Oh, I've gone too far. I don't know. It's just this program. It's so slow. Come back. <laughs> um, okay. You guys can look at this anyway. But basically what I've done is made a table of protein options. So I've got an eat most, eat some, and eat less column, as in just keep talking okay. about it. Um, as an eat most is the best source of protein you can get. So generally I'm talking like the leanest type of meat. Um, I don't know, foods that you your body gets the most amino acids and proteins from. You've really messed it up. Now it's going all the way back up. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, so I guess you guys can look at this list in your own time because Jack's just cooked it. So basically I'll just give a summary of like some common foods, I guess. Eat most would be eggs. I've put whole eggs and egg whites because egg whites are the part of the egg that has the protein, but the egg yolk is the part of the egg that has all of the nutrients. So you don't necessarily want to only eat egg whites. Then we've got chicken breast, turkey breast. <laughs> um, there's like cottage cheese, tofu, um, tuna, white fish, Greek yogurt, beans and lentils, any ground mint, um, ground, lean ground mints is good. And then the eat some column goes to things that are a little bit more high in fat. So they're higher in calories, I guess. And their protein, oh, you've got it up. And their yep. protein, um, isn't quite, what am I trying to say? <laughs> they're higher in fat, I guess, all of these eat some options or they're processed. So like protein powders, eat some, even if you have it daily, still you don't want to be like having, I don't know, three plus a day. Um, and then things like chicken thighs, still super high in protein, but also super high in fat. So I guess you just have to be cautious and start to learn what foods are what macros, which we will get into in the coming weeks. But yeah, essentially what you want is lean, less processed meats um, 
and only eat occasionally like the higher fatty processed fried kind of meats. Mm. Yeah. Capiche? Yep. Does that make sense? It does make sense. Um, also, don't forget about fish. I feel like a lot of people are like, yeah, I eat fish, I eat salmon, but there's so many, so, so many types of fish you can eat. Um, and salmon is also one of the fattier ones. So you sort of want to try and eat. If you're going to have fish, focus on white fish first and then have salmon. Mm. Can you scroll down a little, please? <laughs> Maybe. Where am I? How far? Just to the next vegetarian protein option. So we did have a question from Catherine. Um, her family is not vegetarian, but they're just not big meat eaters. I feel mm. like that's fair. We went through a phase of that as well. Um, and she just wanted to know, like, options other than eggs and beans. So here you are, Catherine. Um, still, it is really hard. If you are eating a solely plant-based diet, it's super-duper hard to get enough protein. Like, oh, I didn't bring my phone. I got an example on you my... Can go get it. No. I'm in my pyjamas. I'll just get it on, like, the laptop. Um yeah. <laughs> um, I, I will just sort of say as well, if you're not eating that much red meat or fish, you need to have creatine in your diet. Mm. And everybody should have creatine in their diet anyway um, because of its health benefits. It's yeah, The more and more studies are getting done on that as well just to show how many health benefits it actually has. So you get creatine from generally red meat, um, undercooked, like very rare red meat. Um, if it's well cooked, you don't get as much creatine from it. You get a bit from fish as well, but um, having extra creatine in your diet is just um, a must, especially if you are vegan or do not have much meat. I can't stress that enough. Yeah, I think I've done a whole podcast on how good creatine is for a whole post. Um, if you guys in the Facebook group just search the hashtag um, better creatine. habits or creatine <laughs> oh. or something like that, that um, it will come up with some of the posts, but I, I can't stress that enough. Um, creatine, look at that post that goes over all the benefits of creatine and the side effects are very minimal. Like it's literally what creatine is what you get from red meat anyway. So mm. it's just more benefit from that. And also, if people are vegetarian, I don't think we have any vegetarian clients. No. Um, but just for your general knowledge, there are <clears throat> nine amino acids that the body cannot produce mm. that we get from meat. So I guess you have to find a way to supplement those amino acids if you aren't eating meat. Um, yeah. Um, or... So for Catherine, like, it's a good question. Like, if you're not eating meat that often, so you just have to be a bit more due diligent. Is that what I'm is that? Sure. Yeah. It's late. Yeah. <laughs> um, but on your choices of what proteins, like you just have to do a little bit more research than everybody else to get those proteins in. Um, but when you do have meat, go for a very good high-quality meat. Don't get this shit from the supermarket because it's not very high-quality um, and your body doesn't actually get as much protein from it as a grass-fed organic cow out in the field at the back of town there um and again with the protein shakes make sure it's a good high quality protein shake but i'm pretty sure she's onto that yeah she's all over that yep 
Cool. So I just put in my own MyFitnessPal diary some examples for you guys of like a meat-based protein and a non-meat-based protein just so you kind of get the idea of, I guess, how much plant you have to eat to get the same amount of protein from as you would get from meat. So I've put in a chicken breast and two eggs, um, roughly the same calories, and a chicken breast has double more than double the amount of protein than two eggs does. Does that make sense? Yeah, so one chicken breast is double the protein of two eggs. Yes, correct. So you still get protein from eggs, but a chicken breast gives you double the amount of protein. The next example I had was bacon, so a slice of bacon and kidney beans, which I think are the highest beans in Mm. protein i'm pretty sure um so you'd have to have about half a cup of kidney beans would give you the same amount of protein as one slice of bacon and then which half a cup of kidney beans which is uncooked ends up being a lot of kidney beans because they expand quite a bit if you get the dried ones um and then the last example i had was lentils so half a cup of lentils will give you nine grams of protein, right? Mm-hmm. And 50 grams of mince will give you 12. So that's not so bad, but I feel like 50 grams of mince is like what, one hamburger patty? Not even. Not even, a small hamburger patty. And half a cup of lentils is a lot of lentils to mm. eat. Um, so I guess you just have to weigh it out. Like just, just do your best, make the best choices that you can. Pre-entering in MyFitnessPal is like... A godsend, I guess, if you're trying to get close to your calories and your macros. Just um, can you do one other quick ad while you're there? Mm-hmm. Shiitake mushrooms. Oh, yeah. So mushrooms are a good choice, but not all mushrooms are created equal in protein talking. Like all beans aren't created equal. Yeah. So different species of mushrooms have higher quality protein and shiitake mushroom is quite high in protein. Um, little hack for those vegans out there. Go ahead. Just do like 50 grams. Can you do 50? Sure. Bear with us. It's coming. It's worth it. Does it even have it? Doesn't even come up for protein. Can you add it into your diet? I had it in my... When did we have them last? I don't know. Because... They will be in my diary somewhere. Anyway, you can scroll down to the, it says vegetarian protein options again, but it's meant to be vegan. So you see how small the list goes, the more animal-based products you take out of the equation, I guess. So Mm. these are the options you have if you're a vegan to get protein. And even then it's very minimal amount of protein. Yeah. But again, it's just, you can do these options. We've definitely tried. Um, i couldn't do it much because I was just bloated all the time and felt huge just from trying to eat so much. But again, it just takes a lot more time and effort going through all the list of things that you can eat and can't eat. Um, Just be careful of the, um, I guess, vegetarian and vegan options in the freezers sections in the supermarket these days, like the patties and all that sort of stuff they can be quite highly processed and it's sort of like if you're trying to do this for health benefits, it's not really worth adding in those things. So 
either make your own or sort of look for a different option? Um, oh, that just brought something to my mind and I've forgotten it. So two grams of protein. Yeah. I swear we entered it once and it was a lot. Yeah. Anyway, do your own research. Um, my fitness panel does come up with how much protein and stuff that comes in it. So you can, like Max said, pre-enter it into it and um, it will tell you how much protein's in there. Another thing to consider that I feel like a lot of people forget about is broth. Screen? No, not really. <laughs> Um, yeah, like bone broth, you know? Mm -hmm. So we sort of just rediscovered bone broth. And you can, if you don't necessarily want to eat meat or cook meat or whatever your mm. deal is with meat, bone broth is a super easy way. Good option. Because it's just like soup, kind of, but better. Yep. Um, okay. <laughs> Stay on track. So now I'm just going to go over like quality choices. And a while ago, I think it was like our first YouTube video, mm. maybe, we went over like beginner, intermediate, and advanced choices for each of the macronutrients. So I'm just going to quickly run over those. Um, you guys can decide for yourself where you think you're at and if you want to move on to the next level, I guess. So a beginner choice for protein generally would be supermarket meats or deli meats, processed meats like salami. I don't know what else you get from the deli. <laughs> Straz. <laughs> um Generic yogurts, canned beans, canned lentils, canned fish, they're not bad, but you can make better choices. Um, highly processed cheese, caged eggs. Um, and I guess a beginner would generally only get protein in at dinner, which I feel like is pretty typical for Australian families to just have like... Meat and veg for dinner. Yeah, that's what I grew up with. Um, but if you remember from the start, you want a palm or two of protein at least with three meals. Then the next level would be intermediate. So this person, I feel like that's us at the minute, begins sourcing meat from a local butcher um, or if you don't have access to a good local butcher, the cryovac meat is a better choice at the supermarket than the gas-packed meat. Like it's gas-packed, just the name of it, you know, gas-packed, bad sign. Um Avoids, starts to avoid processed meat, starts to add in fish because I feel like a, pe a lot of people forget to have fish in their diet at least once a week. Um, switches to a Greek yogurt or like a good quality local yogurt. Um, considers taking high quality protein rather than just supermarket protein and has protein at all three meals, possibly for snacks as well, yeah. I guess. Okay, then advanced feel like Penny's on her way to advanced, actually. Um, so always sources lean grass-fed meats, shops at a local butcher or raises their own cattle, um, buys local fish, buys cage-free eggs has or has their own chickens, um, sources foods like beans, lentils from the health food shop if you can or dried rather than in a can because in a can, even though it's not listed, there's still chemicals and stuff to keep them squishy and edible, I guess. Um, so dried beans and lentils, preferably. Um, makes their own yogurt. We have not done that yet, though, have we? Um, and has a high-quality protein. So there, I guess, your three basic levels. That is pretty much 
I do have a list of vegetables that are slightly high in protein. Should I share that? Because it's not in the thing. So we've got mushrooms as the first one, broccoli, spinach, kale, Brussels sprouts, cauliflower, beetroot leaves. I've never actually had beetroot leaves. Green beans, potatoes, asparagus. And then, of course, beans and legumes. So the only other thing that I wanted to talk about was hitting a protein target. So I feel like now you know how much you should be eating, maybe, hopefully, um, and why you need protein, but how do you do that consistently? And I guess my top three tips would be always try and have a protein snack in the house. So you can do like, there's heaps of recipes out there. I think I've even got a few that I've posted, like protein bowls, slices, protein brownies, like anything like that. Um, cooked chicken, mince patties, Greek yogurt is an awesome, easy protein snack. And you guys, protein shake. You guys also have a 52 oh. recipe book, 52 <laughs> page recipe book there that you can use as well. Um, yeah, exactly. Smoothies. So, yeah, if you have a protein snack and then you're like, oh, I'm so hungry or lunch didn't satisfy me or something like that, then you know what you need to do now. You need to find a source of protein that you're going to enjoy and eat that. And hopefully that'll stop you from snacking on other things like chips. Okay. The second tip I have is adding protein to your breakfast. So I feel like this is the hardest place to start. But if once you get the hang of it, then you already have a head start for the rest of the day. You're going to have like better cognitive functions. You're going to have more energy. You're going to be able to last until lunchtime without snacking or having six coffees. You're just going to feel better. So breakfast is a really good place to start, I guess, like a head start. Um, oh, the last tip that I had, I don't think you like this tip though, did you? Okay. Um, I think I've talked about it once before, but adding plain protein powder to your coffee. So if you don't like protein shakes, you don't want to have eggs or meat at breakfast or yogurt i guess then you can get plain protein and put it in your coffee or even a smoothie um and you can't even tell that it's there and you've got like a server protein yeah um it's not a bad idea actually do you have any other protein tips um yeah i guess this is probably more intermediate and advanced um as you said trying to have more protein in the morning. Your body synthesizes protein better in the a.m. than the p.m. Oh, we did a whole thing on this. <laughs> yeah. Um, we have done a whole talk on that. But, yeah, trying to prioritise. That's what I was going for. <laughs> protein in the morning is much better um, than the afternoon. But still don't just go, oh, it's night time. We don't need protein. Just still get it in there anyway. Yep. Yep. Very I, guess, good. I guess everybody's other question is, um, do I need a protein shake after a workout? Um, and the answer is yes and no. It's not necessary. It's not, it's, you're not going to lose all the benefits from your workout if you don't have a protein shake straight after the workouts. Um, but as long as you're having enough protein during the whole day mm. and you're hitting your protein intakes, intake for the day it doesn't really matter if you have it after the workout or not it, I, I i just like doing it because it's just an extra chance to get another protein source in yeah it's like refreshing i guess um i think generally the window is it there is a window of two to one to four hours was it 
after your workout of trying to get a meal in. So not just a shake, like a proper meal with protein in it. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. If, yeah, like I would leave it sort of two to three hours afterwards, you need to have a decent protein meal after yeah. you work out. Cool. Penny, is Penny still there? Penny has dropped off. No. Um, but we'll see if there's any questions in the chat box. There is not. Um, cool. Did you want to wrap it up? Yeah, that's all. If you have any questions after you've watched this um, in the Facebook group, just pop them below the video and I will definitely answer them. I can even do a famous video like Jack, if I must, explaining things. Um, but, yeah, I would definitely be happy to answer any questions you guys have after you've watched this video. Um, maybe next week I can go into training and protein and why it's important. Yeah, that's a good idea. Because um, it is very important. Mm. All right. Thanks, guys. Thanks for tuning in for those that did. And thanks for those that are watching it back the next day in the Facebook group. Um, talk to you all again soon. Bye. Bye.